Welcome to Balls in a Sleeve podcast. I'm Sam Anderson. I'm with Steve Johnston. PJ advanced. Correct. Perfect. We're on. We're on. Aye, we're on. Brilliant. No surprise this week. <laughs> We've done our prep. Two minutes there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All notes done. Aye, check Twitter. Took a photo. Done. Brilliant. Before we start, I have to say we're global because I've taken a photo mm-hmm. and. The podcast went on iTunes this week, so we're now in United Kingdom, United States, Australia, Oof. Ireland, Oof. United Arab Emirates, of course, Norway, Hong Kong, and France. We how, are global. How do they fuckers understand us? I can hardly understand you, guys. Like some in Hong Kong understand you. <laughs> Didn't I? I met Kevin Wood in the pub and he was giving me a tight, but that's fine. But you're Dundee twang. Aye. I quite like your Dundee. Dundee? You like my twang? <laughs> Right, episode four. Four. Four, and we're global already. Global, yep. Brilliant. I think um, Steve put it on his YouTube channel this week, which was great. Yeah. But he never mentioned the name of the show. <laughs> yeah, I kind of left that out. I forgot that. I've done the whole spiel on YouTube. Last video, latest video up on the channel. And uh, talk all about podcasts at the start, just maybe a quick link to it, and forgot to mention the name of the podcast. But it is on the screen. I used some graphics to help that out. But... Fanny. Fanny. But you never noticed until I told you. <laughs> I don't know, usually your videos pass forward. <laughs> it just gives you a view. Right, what are we going to Sorry. do? Do you know we should start with? Let's start on a serious note. Let's just, I think we should take time, two seconds to mention Kobe Bryant. 41 year old. Mm. Brutally. Yeah, scary. Do you, know, do you know what gets me? We'll, we'll talk for, for two seconds. I think it's just to recognise the fact that the guy was a legend. Him, Jordan, Tiger, Federer, they're all like legends, eh? Mm-hmm. Like gods, and you think, how can one of them go? It just, just doesn't seem right at all, eh? It's just absolutely crazy. So, I think when you get home after a busy day or a hard day at work, and it's a bit tiring, you, you, you sit there and you've had a crap day, but your kids are in bed, and your wife's sitting beside you, it's actually alright, eh? I think we just need to sort of accept that a little bit more, and uh, and just uh, be appreciative of what we've got. Totally. At the end of the day. Totally. So, I just thought we'd mention that. There we go. Probably. Right, moving okay. on. Yes. Madness. Let's get to the madness. Right, what are we talking about? Shafts. Shafts. Pardon? Shafts. Shafts. Yep. We're shaft talking about your shaft length. My shaft length is... Is... Uh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> That's a little bit long. <laughs> what shafts are we talking about? Why are we talking about shafts? It was graphite shafts and shaft length mentioned last week because you cut your shaft down because it was too long. Aye. Right, we did talk about last week. We talked about one length irons, One length we? irons. We're going to mention them. Mm-hmm. And how Ricky's moved away from them, but... Was he ever in them? He didn't even use Cobras. He's still with Cobra. But he's now went to the butter knife head oh, thing. brutal. But uh, he was one length, was he not for a wee while? I'm sure he was one length. He... I, I don't know if he was. Bryson definitely one length. I don't know if he was one length. I don't think so. Maybe. Right, tangent off, but Bryson, did you see him hit his drive? The one when he was off his feet trying to put the full boona into it. Mm. Now he's bulked up. Yeah. He's not like the Hulk. Yeah. He's like... If a fantastic four. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's what he looks like. Did you see him at the Dubai at the weekend there? He's, what's the, I don't know what his score was, but he dropped bogey the last four holes after the guy came and told him to speed up. All right. So he's got four holes to go, and he, I think he bogeyed the last four. He missed the tournament by eight shots or something like that. Purely because he'd been told to speed yeah. up. Mindset. You just can't deal with it. No, can't can't go deal with the fact that somebody picking bits at him saying you're being too slow. You just can't... Can't do that. He's obviously he's not enough. He needs to work at an algorithm to play quicker. He's the man for that. Big time. Big time. Shafts. Shafts. So, tell us about 
Back. Do you experiment? Right, I saw so I did an experiment with uh, Shafts last year, which is our game on the YouTube channel, everything's on the YouTube channel. And I tried Cobra One Length, um, the Forged Heads, lovely clubs, fantastic. Found, so I did four iron to pitching wedge, all seven iron length, seven iron lie angle. And I completely love the concept of it, that it's one ball position, one distance from the golf ball, one swing, everything's exactly the same for all your irons. However, there was a problem. My shot irons, because, so my wedge nine, wedge nine would probably notice that most, because they're the length of a seven iron, they swing at the speed of a seven iron. So they carry a lot higher, flight, ball flight's way high with them, and distance was so hard to control. Right. So into the wind they were so high, so they lost a lot of distance. And downwind, they just honestly went forever. Played the fourth at Cardona, downwind, hit nine iron way through the back, um, from something like, I don't know, 160 yards out, just incredible. Absolutely incredible. Just because so of the shaft length. Because of the length of shaft. So this, this club head speeds the speed of a seven iron. Um, trajectory's up, and of course the wind's gone out and it's away. And then fighting that back out the wind was hard work. So See, is the amateur side, you're on about the ball position. Yep. I didn't really think about that. Do you know? No, and I probably should. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember when the first lesson I got coming back with you three years ago, we worked on uh, ball position and heel other heel step step uh -huh. getting the ball in the middle yep. now I don't think about that so I don't know if my ball positions actually sounds good if, you <laughs> if my balls are in the right place it's all shafts and balls eh? yeah but <laughs> if if the ball position so is that something I should think more of aye mm. aye and consciously think it rather mm. than just thinking I'm comfy hit it yeah. so could that be the reason why sometimes I'm not compressing the ball as well because yeah, it's in the wrong place. Ball position is quite simple. You, I, 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 when I coach, I use ball position from the upper body. So I use your chest, your left chest, and your left armpit. Let's use those three, three points, if you like. And that's where ball position is. Three different sets of clubs. So short, mid, and long irons, let's call it. Middle of the chest, left chest, left armpit. And a lot of people use the feet. They say your driver should be on the left instep and, and, or middle of your feet. But there's so much variation there with how wide your stance. Mm. Your stance is a different width than mine, so that's, that's that out the window. Your left foot might be less splayed open than mine, so the left instep then, that becomes out the window. But the distance between your left armpit and the middle of your chest is never going to change. And that's specific to the player. So Ernie Ells, Tiger Woods, big guys that are really wide. The distance between the middle of their chest and their left armpit is going to be wider than mine, but of course they're a bigger frame, so they're going to stand a wider stance, so it becomes relevant to the player. So going back to that, yes, your ball position is important, but just work it off your upper body instead of your lower so body. So don't look at my feet, go with my, I, I go try with my body. Go with your body, yeah. So belly button for wedges. Right, that's a good idea. Aye, mm -hmm. right, okay. Belly button out to sort of the left hip, I would guess, if you're going that far down, if you're going near the groin area. I like to stay up by the breast. Uh, <laughs> I'm staying for the kill. <laughs> <laughs> Still can't compress it though. Aye, aye, no, no. fucking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Dear, dear. We dear. might have cut this, but no, nah, it's nah, staying. Nah, nah, it's episode four, man. People know. <laughs> so, one length, uh, irons, <laughs> shafts, whatever. So, the shot irons never worked for me. Um, that was a problem. We're in the restaurant here. Um, and the other side, though, I had flight scope at the time. Upgraded to track man now. No disrespect to flight scope. But I tried. Two sponsors in there, well done. There's, there you go. So <laughs> I, I tried my four iron, five iron, six iron. Uh, yeah, four iron to six iron on uh, flight scope. And the distances were perfect for me. Trajectory was perfect. 
The gap in between each club was 10 to 12 yards, so I'd lost no distance on the 4-iron I did to a 5-iron to a 6-iron. So I was able to control the longer irons much better than I was with the short irons. So that made me think, okay, what can I do with my own set of clubs? So I decided 6-iron was my favourite club. So I kept the 6-iron the same, then 7-iron all the way down to wedge the same. Then go to the other side of the bag, 5-iron and 4-iron are cut to the same length as 6-iron and same lie angle as 6-iron. So 4, 5 and 6, they're all same length, same lie angle and my numbers haven't changed at all. The 4-iron goes exactly the same distance as it was before. Trajectory is a wee bit lower but same distance and the, light, the angle of descent coming in still ball stops pretty well. So 4-iron, 5-iron, 6-iron, same length, same lie angle and then my 7-iron to wedge is standard. How do you change the lie angle? On the loft and lie machine in the shop. Is that when you bend it? Right. right. So you, you, are, you need somebody to do that for you. Yeah. You don't really need to do that. I mean, originally I just cut them down there. I thought, let's make them all exactly the same. So my, my ball position for four, five and six is exactly the same. I stand the same distance from the ball. And it just seems easier. When you've got a four iron, it's the length of your six iron. It just seems a piece of cake. Mm. You like my four iron? <laughs> 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 so it worked well. I mean, that, that, so that side of the bag for the long clubs, it worked well for me. For the short clubs, no use. No use at all. Just too high. Too hard to control. Would that work with your woods? And your hybrids? Well, they do that. The Cobra one length. Is the Cobra iron. driver and three woods? Well, not, I don't know about driver, but certainly the hybrids that go in with iron. So if you drop three and four iron, put three and four hybrid in, they're the same length. Same seven iron and one iron. Okay. So it does work. Never tried it though. But I had one or two shots, but I, I couldn't really. I was just playing around. But that looked really, really short because it's got a larger head in it and the shaft's seven iron length. It looked much shorter than the four iron that, let's say, is the same as that. You know, yeah. it just looked really short. It's like a kid's club. That's quite good though, something you talk about the kids' golf, it's great hitting their clubs. That's brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely rip them. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> it's magic. So that's right, the other bit of linking to that was graphite. Why? You've turned into an old boy. You've went graphite. Mm. Why? I've, uh, what is what is the difference? I think somebody asked about did somebody know tweet something about with a lighter shaft make some, somebody did yes I um, at Caddy for Sledge on Twitter uh, asked the question will a lighter shaft allow for more swing speed so graphite's got to be lighter graphite's lighter than steel you, you do get some quite light steel shafts now like nippon shafts that are quite, you're trying to get more to play like graphite I think we talked about the shafts in episode one or two where I was like I didn't see any difference when I was trying drivers mm -hmm. so what why would you go graphite or steel or so I changed from steel to graphite in my irons. First time I've ever been graphite shafts in my irons was the middle of last season. Um, Wilson made a setup for me and the reason I went for them is because I tried them out in a custom fitting session. After a fitting session I just hit a few balls. It felt much softer in my hands and my body. Um, stiffer now, but arthritis chucked in there. So I thought, and I was playing X, no I wasn't playing, I was playing S400 dynamic gold shaft, which is a heavy steel shaft. I've now gone to a recoil stiff leg shaft, which is graphite. Much lighter, but still plays quite stiff. You know, it's quite a firm mm. shaft, but it's much lighter. So swing speed was up by about one mile an hour, which is, is actually quite a lot on the seven iron. Doesn't it sound much, but one or two miles an hour, it's, it's quite a difference. Um, exactly the same distance, but my trajectory was a lot higher as well. So the way the shaft plays obviously kicks in a different part to promote yeah, more launch. Okay, so get a higher flight, eh? Because I was going to say, if you're faster, surely it's going to go further. But mm -hmm. if you've got higher, then it. Mm -hmm. counteracts that and then of course if my 4 iron and 5 iron are the same length as my 6 iron mm -hmm. then I'm getting the trajectory up as well so the whole set's kind of blending together mm -hmm. but the graphite shaft you should be able to swing it when I do fittings I don't see a massive difference though you know, as I say it's 1 mile an hour or something but it's, which is, it does make a difference of course it does make a difference but it's not 
people think because they're going to go a lighter shaft, they're going to swing at seven or eight miles an hour faster yeah. and get more distance. No, no but it's more, forg- it's more forgiving on the body, the ah, arms yeah. and the hands. Definitely a lot softer. Yeah. Absolutely. There's less vibration. We thin one, it's not nearly as bad, for example. When you pure it, you hardly feel it. Right. It's much more different, yeah. Big difference. Because you keep trying to talk me into them, but it's not happening. You should try mine. No. 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 I now know what's in my bag. <laughs> I went and looked. Did you go and have a look? I've got three uh, Callaway wedges. Aye, so last time you talked about your Avoke and you had something else and something else. I did, it's in the shed, holding the door one. Ah. <laughs> What's the door open in the shed? So, so, so from our podcast, you've learned what clubs you've got in your bag. Yes. At least we're getting educated, eh? Uh, big time. Superb. <laughs> <laughs> right, what you, actually, what you've done this week, we've not talked about that. Well, we've talked about our this shafts week. and our flexes, etc. So I think we need to, what have we done? I've done, honestly, I've done that this week. No. Uh, YouTube video went out five days ago and it's had 21,000 views. <sighs> Beauty. Subscribers have gone up just over 300 in a week because that one video. So somebody's obviously liked that and shared it or comments have gone out. I think the more, so this is for the podcast as well. So if you guys are liking this podcast, put a review below. Just type any word, just like Scottish banter. Just everyone type Scottish banter below. That shares it around, helps the algorithm, it makes us more popular. Does it? Aye. If you hit number five in the review as well, so on iTunes, if you go into number five and give us the excellent review, which, why wouldn't you? Standard. Um, again, so that and the comment and thumbs up on YouTube, that shares that, helps the algorithm, so it becomes more popular. So, so it becomes on more people's homepage. Right, that's what it is. Certainly mm. with YouTube, um, I was reading that, it becomes, if anyone that likes it, puts a thumbs up, it goes on suggested other people's homepages, so that way you get much more traffic, which is what's happened to that video. Uh, what else have we been up to this week? That, that's that been pretty much it. Um, working on Eureka Golf Swing, YouTube. Um, but not, not a lot. I've, I've got no news from this week. What have you been up to? A uh, couple of meetings for drone work, which have been quite good. Excellent. Potential uh, commissions, which is not bad on the side. Back teaching this week, uh, full time with students. Right. Far easier than teaching staff, which is amazing. Right, so at college, <laughs> back to coaching or student uh, teaching student, students, students as opposed to staff staff yeah right, so it's uh, it's good uh, being a bit tired sort of using the head a wee bit more but mm-hmm. it's brand new you get your usual challenges with new groups but it's it's interesting Just love it yeah. Aye. makes you think makes you think <laughs> makes you think apart uh, from that training mountain biking at the weekend mm-hmm. uh, I didn't golf because the weather was crap so I went mountain biking mm-hmm. I've been running I've been a bit running mm-hmm. good so it's all fitness fitness helping the golf mm. I'm mm. going to First you. Probably. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with that. That's fine. That's right. What's mm-hmm. your pre-shot routine? Here, question. Oh. What's your pre-shot thoughts on an iron swing? So you get to the ball and what you think and what goes through your head? What do you assess before you play the shot? Because I'm going to tell you what Phil Nicholson assesses before he plays the shot. And let's see if there's any similarities. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. You better, share, you better see the similarities with me and Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Tiger's winning that. Right. Oh, I've got a photo to put up. I started this. It's live all the way around Instagram now. Right, Tiger's okay. getting three majors. All right, okay. I found a photo that said that. Right, okay. right okay. pre-shot routine. I've not got a club in my hand. So what, about, what do you think about So you walk up to the ball. The ball's lying on the grass. Right. And I've you've not got, picked my club you've yet. You've got a... You've got 150 yards for argument's sake. Yeah, that's a hybrid. <laughs> Well, I've got 120 yards. That's a hybrid. 20 yards. It's a hybrid. <laughs> right, say I've got 135 yards. Seven iron. Right, okay. Right, okay. Right. So I'm walking up and I'm thinking, Eureka. You're at the ball. I'm at the ball. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I didn't obviously I've no I've said uh, just now that I'm not thinking about ball stance. Uh, I have my two pumps. Mm. Walk into it. Two pumps being pre-shot. Pre-shot routine. Yeah. Halfway back, halfway back. If it feels good, I'm going for it. And I'm thinking that with my seven iron, I'm just all over the flag. Okay, so you're going right at it. Um, do you think about lie and what that? Do you assess that? Do you just? Uh, that's more well, where I'm getting at. All right, lie. Not, I, not, not technique, but more as in. Well, generally I'm in the rough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, well, there you are, right? No. Uh, aye, well, you, you walk up and look and think, it's sitting all right. Mm-hmm. As long as it's on short grass, aye, you've not got mud on it. I'm not even bothered. Okay, it's interesting. So I'll tell you what Phil thinks. Go for it. So you, you're thinking, it's lying all right, as long as there's no mud in it, I'm no bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Here's some of the things Mickelson thinks, Mickelson thinks about it. Right? He's done homework, I'm so, no happy. So, so I've got some notes written down here because there's no way I could remember this, but I heard it on the Golf Channel the other day and I thought it was brilliant, so I thought I'd write it down. So Mickelson thinks, okay, he's obviously taking yardage into consideration, so he then thinks, if I choke down an inch, the ball will come out three yards, I'll be able to take three yards off it because it's going to come out flatter and run a little bit more. So to lose another three yards, I could open the face one degree, which will then hit a higher flight and it'll cut slightly. Oh, stop! How does he know what one degree is? Well, he knows. Eh? He he's obviously done it. So what feels to him like one degree? Just a wee turn of the amazing. A wee right. cock. So a wee cock. So a wee... <laughs> <laughs> um, he's also written. I've also written here that the ball flies five to ten yards shorter in the morning. Water between the face and the ball increases spin, causing the ball to fly shorter. Tune the rough. Water between face and ball increases the spin, causing the ball to fly shorter. Okay. Uh, the first cut, the ball comes out six to eight yards dead. Boom. Um, if you, if the grain is into you, it'll come out lower on the face, so it'll launch lower and have more spin. Mental, isn't it? Down grain, this is you, when you're in the rough. Club slides a little more, so you'll get more out of the shot. And this, this is a classic. If it's sitting up on a tee, it always goes five yards further. With each iron, based on the fact that the centre of gravity is underneath the ball, launching higher with a little bit less spin. That's what goes through his head before he hits an iron shot. Aye. So no wonder Bryson's slow. Imagine what's going through Bryson's head. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? But he's obviously looking at the ball going, that's damp, the back of that ball's damp. Right, so the back of the ball being damp, it's going to increase the spin because the ball's going to, so the ball's going to fly shorter. Because it's spinning up the face more, it's going to hit the ball face. Incredibly. One degree. One degree. How so, can you just So he's got one four five, a stock pitching wedge might be one four five and he wants this he wants to carry it one four two. So I'll open it one degree and play a wee cut. I could play a cut. Well he'll open it one degree and play a normal shot, but aim slightly left to allow for that. One degree. Or he'll come down an inch. He wants to land it at one four two, he'll come down an inch, which will take three yards off and just play a normal shot, but bearing in mind it's going to release more. So he wants to land at one four two at the front of the front of the green and run it seven or eight yards up the green. So he'll do it. Staggering, eh? <laughs> I mean, it's a different level. But, but I'm, I'm similar to you, I'm like, you know what, there's no bud on it, it's sitting alright, we'll just hit this. Just hit this. Front edge and let it run on. Aye. Middle of the green, P balls, middle of the green, I've only got 15 yards if I'm lucky anyway at the flag. Done. Maddie. Aye. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Ball flies 5 to 10 yards shorter in the morning. He says you'll get maximum out of it in the afternoon, 3 or 4 o'clock, when it's warmest, better weather, heat. Is that why most competitions, it's usually the late, late ones that come in and win? I don't know, very well, possibly. They've come in when because they started off with a uh, lower number, that's why they're teeing off in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But it's amazing some of the things that go through the guy's head. That was on. Uh, It'd be interesting to speak to when we get no one about mm -hmm. that because mm -hmm. that's a shitload of information going through yeah. your head that's right. very quickly because mm -hmm. Phil's a quick player. That's right, exactly. Kepka will go through all that as well. Aye. He's one of the but fastest guys. They'll be analysing that banks when they're there. They just go look at it and they know. They've so just, it's instinct. They, I mean, they don't have to read all that out. They put Aye. an instant checklist. Aye. Aye. Bang, bang, bang. That's going to do such and such. Let's take that into consideration. Yeah. Right now we're hitting that. Let's play. Whereas Bryson does all that and then he thinks about his components, he thinks about his pressure points, he thinks about his power accumulators, he thinks about this, 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 this and this. And no wonder he's slowing up play. And then he gets told last week that he's slowing up play. Four holes to go. Finishes bogey, 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 bogey. Because he's let it get to him. He's taking it personally. He's been told you're playing slow. Just just cut some of it out. Good. Good, eh? Oh, aye. Good. That is good. I'm impressed. Thanks. Cheated. 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 Oh, I took notes. I thought, it was, I thought it was really interesting when I heard that. You've done that instead of finding loads of information about Carly Booth. We'll get to Carly. Okay. Not today. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't have her in the same conversation as the previous one. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, right. Few questions on Twitter. Twitter, right? Okay, so they were done the lighter shaft one from Caddy Four Sledge. Cheers, man. Um, there was one, Mr. Ping, Mr. Ping, Sludge Beast One Six Three. Thanks again for another question. Five. This is a good one for you. You'll have some cracking answers here. Five things every driving range bay should have, no expense spared. Driving range bay. Five things it must have, no expense spared. Driving range bay. So your bay. Yes, I guess when you go to the range. You go to the range. What's at the range? A bucket of balls into the bay at the range. At the bay. What do you expect? If there was no expense spared, what would be in there? Beer fridge. I'm, I'm thinking. Malt, malt along the. <laughs> malt along the. I'm, oh, oh, no expense spared. It doesn't say anything about golf related right enough, so. Aye. <laughs> Lazy boy. <laughs> Right, okay. So you're you're you put not you put a bar in there. That's top golf. Top golf we've got there. Eh? Never heard of top golf? No. Oh we'll go to top golf one day. We'll, we'll keep that for another chat. Where's that? Oh, we'll, we'll we'll discuss this off. We could off do air. a podcast there. We could. Hmm? We could. Have they got a bar? <sighs> I'm not driving. They've got a bar. Shotgun. Bars, chicken wings, the lot. Mm. Right, okay. Fine, uh, they should have a flight scope. No, what have you got? Trackman. Trackman. Built that in man. with the TV on the side. Totally. Mm -hmm. Also, cheap one, mirrors. I was going to say that. I was gonna cheap say one, it. mirrors. We talk about that because we've asked for them up at the range for a bit and we're hopefully getting them. Yep. But mirrors in the bay. Absolutely. Uh, I would say maybe another cheap one is putting in sort of your USB charging points so people can record their own swings. Mm -hmm. Or have a facility that records it and you Trackman can... Trackman would do that. If Trackman, if Trackman's there, then you could drop it to your phone, your tablet, whatever, uh -huh. for taking home. So it's yours. Yep. Some sort of recording system built in. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't can, can think of five things every driving me. That's great. So we've got Trackman, we've got a bar. We've got a, a bar. bar. Mirrors. Trackman. Mirror. Mm -hmm. Somebody to tee the ball up for you. I think it's somebody to dance for you. <laughs> so We're getting there. We're getting there. A cage at 150 yards out. With a pole on it. <laughs> <laughs> Why 150 yards out? Two yards out. <laughs> what, what, what else could you have in there? Well, you wanted to do a wee competition saying it was 69 yards out. That's nothing that's absolutely fine. We will. We'll have that. Can it? It's a bit in your face. <laughs> that's no crime there. <laughs> oh, 96 yards would be better. <laughs> 
Uh, right, uh, so we've got Trackman, we've got Mirrors, we've got a bar, mm -hmm. we've got our camera points area. Mm -hmm. So one more. You could have you could have a, a, an arrange, arrangement of um, training aids. But I don't know I mean I don't know what he's thinking here. If you've got all expense spared, I mean, I mean what anything. But definitely a trap man. I mean you'd have to have a trap man. You'd have to have a mirror. Some form of refreshments. What about a a TV where that you could log into your favourite YouTube channel for your instructional videos? Ah, right, aye. Mm -hmm. So access to the internet. Access internet. To, there you in, go. Internet in, access. Internet, internet access. Mm -hmm. But with a TV and point that you could put on your videos, watch uh, Rick Shields because he's brilliant. Sorry, Steve Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shields gets enough coverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could put that. <laughs> your face. <laughs> you could have them on, watch them, pause it at the point, then you could try your. See what I'm saying? So, so mm -hmm. it's there. Rather than on your phone, you've got that. Right. There. So you, you could have video analysis of your last lesson or something on there? Ah, yes, you could take that with you. Or something like that, eh? Because when you leave, and I know when I've left, it's good that you've maybe sent me a few wee video clips that we'll have to work on so I can go to the range, have them in front of me, and this is what I've got to do. Because when you leave a lesson, you forget everything unless you yeah. Even the points, you're going, what did he mean there? Mm -hmm. Whereas a video, definitely when you've left your lesson, yeah. is wait and go. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, no, I, I like think, that. I think I use a lot when I'm coaching is chalk. You'll see that in all the videos, actually, a lot of chalk on the mat. It's just great because you can just rub it off. It's just yeah. sound. Um, what, whether people use it the right way. So from a coaching point of view, it's great to highlight things and, and path and, and weight distribution. Everything you can highlight with chalk. But then would you just get folk using it for the sake of it and, and not using it productively? It's just another wee... I suppose it's a teaching aid. Yeah, yeah, It goes yeah. along the teaching aid line. So you can have anything in there. Anything teaching yeah. aid-wise. But definitely, I mean, it'd be great if people can comment on that. If, you, if you, That's what to leave yeah. in your message your comments about this your top five podcast. things the top five things you would have no expense spared in the driving range be Oof. interesting to see what people say I think we're just thinking we're not really looking too far out the box the bar's good mm -hmm. I like that oh, fine. spend the night there because oh. <laughs> you get a wee competition over the few of you there mm. yeah. I need to have a word about top golf there'll be people screaming this going Sam never heard the top golf <laughs> you'll be googling that tonight <laughs> uh, I could go more than that at night <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more one more from the, the, the uh, Twitter feed uh, right. um, if you were to own it this is from uh, Duncan309 thanks Duncan if you were to only practice one swing drill for the rest of your life what would it be and why Ooh. swing drill if you were to only practice one swing drill so something you've been taught coaching wise for the rest of your life what would it be and why so what's the most important thing you've been taught? Mine is a piece of cake from the amount of coaching I do. Mine would be to make sure people can understand weight shift. Because you need to hit down in the golf ball is that, in order to get the golf ball to go up in the air. Is that the one with my knees coming in? Aye, that's, that that's the one. You, aye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people do not seem to, a lot of, certainly beginners anyway, even mid to, to, to medium handicappers, don't seem to really quite get the fact that you have to hit down to get the ball to go up. This helping the ball in the air thing is just unbelievable. And people, and when you slow videos down, people, they're, they're so close to getting it right, and you slow it down and say, you're so nearly there, but if your weight was just to shift, if you got the top of your backswing, tilted your axis towards target a fraction before your hand started to downswing, you're there, absolutely there, ball tough strike. And, that, and the reason for why, so that's the drill would be to get the body to move ahead of the golf ball if the ball's on the ground hitting an iron. 
Um, and why? It's because you have to hit down to get the ball to go up. You need that compression. Uh, was it this week, Tigers, Divots, mm -hmm. at the practice range? Did you see that video? Oh. Is it 30 seconds? Oh, he's... That was unbelievable. Uh, but that's hitting down to get the ball up. That is, absolutely. That's exactly yeah. it, hitting down to get the ball to yeah. go up. That was just, that was, oh. The sound from that was superb, wasn't it? Mm. I'm going to try and find that and play that right now. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you got I'm just, just, <laughs> uh, I've not got any more crack this week. What would your drill be? What would yours? Oh, my drill. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Good question, eh? It is, it's a tough one because I think it, for me, it's the, because of the, we talk about my two pump actions, uh -huh. that is me shifting my weight as well. But it's getting, it's not a full swing, it's getting the, the hands back here and that, I'm, I'm. That's Tiger. He's a hit driver. He's yeah, just absolutely pure. Wait for it. Here's Tiger hitting driver. Wait for it. Oh. Oh. Class. I just had to do that. That was, me right off. That, that was me, that was my two pumps, that was my pump action. So your two pumps are, so that is a rehearsal of the downswing? Yes, coming through and try to, as you said, shifting the weight from the right to the left before I'm through mm -hmm. with the hand. So the pump, so we can, obviously people can't see us, but you go up to the top of your backswing, or halfway back. Yeah. And, and come down just you, to before the ball. You come down and stop pre just just before impact, but you've done the whole motion of the body turning through, it's not just pulling the arms down, whole body get the head, whole body get the head, and then try and repeat that as you play the shot. Yep, yep. And why? Because you told me that. Because I told <laughs> Because it hits down to get the ball to go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're both very, yeah. very similar, right? It is. It's, it's that way, and that's what we're still trying to work on. Because mm -hmm. you get lazy and you don't, and although you had a good shot, you don't, you, you scoop sometimes, and that's right. that's my get-out clause is missing the green to the right. Mm -hmm. So you bail, as you, you bail out. The poof shot. The high ball. The high weak <laughs> ball. <laughs> so you've pulled out that. Absolutely. You've, you've bailed out rather than... You've just yeah. been too Come soft. In. Yeah, come just too soft. Yeah. Just harden up, man. Right. Cheers. Honestly, you've got to hit a dog ball. Yeah. There's no... What was it I've written on my range bay? I should know this. I'm actually going to print this and put it in a more permanent feature in my range bay. No compensation should be made for impact. None. Never. Done. And we do make compensation. So yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we do the practice thing. It's all good. And then we come down and think, do you know, if I speed up the hands or if I try and help it? No, it's gone. No compensation whatsoever. We're 30 minutes, so I'm just going to throw this out because he gets a mention every week. Uh -huh. What do you think Ricky Martin's pre-shot routine is in the bunker? I've never seen, you know, we've given <laughs> Ricky Martin, right, for people who don't know who Ricky Martin is, because they were in Hong Kong. Oh, we're in Hong Kong. They might know who Ricky is in uh, Hong Kong. They all know who he is. Of course they will. He's the boss of Sainsbury's. He's, he's in the bunker. <laughs> oh, Ricky! <okay. laughs> So I've, I've never seen... So Ricky's he's a member here. Sorry, we'll give you pelters, Rick. And, but you like it. And he's uh, he's obviously... He's, he struggles in bunkers. But I've never seen him. I've never seen him in a bunker. See if, to, to, he to, he's, to see how he approaches it. He's better now. But it's a similar thing, though. I mean, to get the ball yeah. up, what do you do? You have to hit down. Yeah. Any any form of scoop, same in the sand as well. So weight on the left foot and getting everything going down. Even if there's no follow-through. If you can hit the right part of the sand in the bunker and there's no follow-through, that ball will go up and out. Because the loft's on the club. We were playing this week, last week, mm -hmm. and... You've put the rule in for the bunkers that you could uh, lift the ball, rake the bunker, and place this the ball for, just for the winter. Yeah, which is good. Uh, one of the guys we're playing with, Andy, doesn't bother. So this, the balls are lying, like on concrete. Yeah. But he knows that he's going to pop it down, mm -hmm. 
doesn't matter if it's fluffy or not, and it's going to fly out. Right. So he's just like, that's a perfect lie. Right. The harder the lie, the better. Right, I like hard, hard sand. Yeah. I've got two wedges, so I've got a 54, which has got 12 degrees of bounce, and I've got a 58, which has got 6 degrees of bounce. And my 58, I generally use it at the bunker most of the time, um, purely because of the loft. But if the sand's really fluffy, I'll go to the one with the more bounce. And if the sand's really, really firm, like Andy was, um, I would definitely take my 58 because it's only got 6 degrees of bounce, it's going to cut more into it. If you don't have that option, and you've just got one sand wedge, and the, firm, the sand's really firm, like you were talking about, take a pitching wedge, because the leading edge is so sharp, and there's no bounce, or very little bounce on it. Open the face of your pitching wedge and use that. That'll cut through the sand. Right, we're going to, to speak about bounce and all that pitch next week, because I have no idea what... I, I know about it, but again, I don't care what it does or what it means. Well, that's, that's it. Next week, we'll talk about bounce. Bounce. Perfect. Perfect. Brilliant. Cheers. Excellent. Bye. Good man. Bye-bye.